This program is a paid commercial announcement. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent E. Lim, and Karen Bizarre of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State Registered Investment Advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Extant, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Kraus. And the top of the morning, Delaware Valley, and welcome in to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. We're all back together again as Karen returns uh, to the uh, table with us, along with David Bazaar and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam. I'm Joe Kraus, and we say good morning uh, to the Delaware Valley, uh, and we welcome everybody into uh, the live broadcast. And David, uh, before um, uh, we begin and before you welcome everyone in and set the table, um, I can, I will, and I must. Yeah, uh, When I came by the office... Um, I snapped a picture of that, and I was intrigued uh, by that. I can, I will, and I must. I'll give you an opportunity <laughs> to explain what that means. Yeah, just kind of a you know a motto, a credo that Thrive tries to live by. And you know, again, Joe, we we just love what we do. You know, there's been a fantastic week. You know, ending up a great week. Just another one of those weeks of some good weather, a lot of volatility in the markets, and um, you know, just getting the opportunity to meet great people. And when we meet with our team. Uh, we have this belief of, you know, team stands for together, everybody achieves more. And one of the things that we want to make sure happens at Thrive is that we create just an absolutely amazing client experience. Uh, we want to bathe people in, you know, warmth and love. And we want to make sure that we provide absolutely amazing education and advocacy for them. And, uh, you know, both Karen, myself, and Brett, we try to just make sure that the team that we surround ourselves has the same believing. So, you know, when you walked in the other day and, and saw that up on our TV set in the lobby, um, you know, that's kind of what we, we, we demand, we kind of expect, and we try to breed into our organization. Oh, good. Sounds good. It was a great uh, mantra to have uh, up on the television screen, uh, and I think it's a further... Uh, a further another example 
David, uh, of what you encounter when you come when you come to the office. Pretty moving. You know, I observe things like that, and I, I I wanted to bring it up, and I hope you don't mind that I did, but I wanted to share that with the listening audience. Yeah, no, no problem at all. It's uh, you know, you've got a son in the military, and you know, Brett and I played a lot of sports and athletics, and you as well, and you just kind of get that built into you and 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 you know to be successful in what you do those are the you know main three things that we think you got to do well, let's set the table let's go around the horn let's start with you we'll jump to karen and then brett what's on the uh, on the agenda for conversation today yeah we got a great show lined up for today and um you know we're excited about a lot of different things had some great meetings with you know prospective clients and people who came in through the workshops we had two very successful workshops this week so uh, again you know kind of keeps us busy at, at a level that we enjoy and uh, we really feel like we're having an impact in the community and uh, we'll go through some of that today we'll go through some case studies of people because I think when we tell these stories and I mean they're factual we obviously leave names and confidentiality and all that in the equation uh, names out and keep things confidential but um, I, I think it teaches lessons I think it really shows people hey gee you know, I never really thought of that uh, never ceases to amaze me that people come in and by the time they're ready to walk out the door, it's just been an incredibly enlightening situation for them. So, uh, yeah, we really encourage our audience about that. And Karen, nice to have you. Thank uh, you. Have you back. back. Good, uh, good morning to you. Uh, lots of notes in front of you uh, today. Zero us in on some of your conversation. I would say what, I, what I'm talking about today are mistakes that people make planning retirement and in retirement in general. And one of the biggest mistakes I have come across when people walk through that door is they didn't think they needed a financial advisor and they've already made the mistakes, but sometimes we can help them out. And when I hear people talking on TV or radio or commercials, it makes me crazy when I hear things that aren't true. So if you don't have a a fiduciary advisor, someone who's a fiduciary uh, working for you on your behalf, where are you getting your information from? I, there's definitely some bad information out there. All right, good stuff. And uh, we'll bring Karen in and have that uh, as part of our uh, conversation today. And very true. Yes. Uh, no, it's true. Just have a conversation with your spouse about any element of retirement or any possible scenario that would factor into your retirement. And you and your spouse will ultimately um agree disagree be confused not have the answer and wonder that's part of the part of the analogy uh, and part of the process right. welcome back nice to have uh, you with us Thank as you. well brett um when the laptops open i know we're, you're going deep into information what's on the, what's on the agenda with you today now we're going to talk a little about theory and the theory of behavioral economics you know kraus i think we're in the heat of summer it's hot out. It's 6 a.m., and it's still hot out. So uh, people put their guard down, aren't always thinking straight. So we're going to talk about um, a little bit of studies that have been done out there just talking about behavioral economics. And uh, as we enter retirement, there's no chance for a do-over. So, again, just trying to get a little bit of clarity um, where there may not be any. And, again, those are things that we like to to chat about and, and again it's part of uh, that thrive retirement roadmap review just a little bit later on in the broadcast we'll give you the updated workshops um in case there um uh, in case you want to plan for uh looking ahead into uh july with the fourth of july coming up around the corner uh next week but uh following the fourth of july and that national holiday right back uh into business as usual when the workshops david have been spectacular up to date with two great workshops this past Tuesday, it was a Tuesday and Wednesday, it was Wednesday and Thursday, it was Wednesday and Thursday, yeah, so two Wednesday. good workshops uh, this past week. 
Yeah, we don't, uh, I mean, obviously, look, we have families and we take our vacations, but um, we don't take the foot off the pedal by any stretch. We'll, you know, we'll have a boatload of um, these educational workshops on social security and taxation, uh, retirement income planning throughout the months of July, August, all the way up into September. And, uh, you know, we typically do about 100 of them on an annual basis. And um, we just feel very compelled, you know, almost, um, you know, a fun obligation to make sure that we're delivering. And every single time we do it, um, you know, new conversations start from that. So it's, it's really a great situation. There are so many ways for the listening audience to gather information. It's one thing to get it. It's another to be able to understand it and then be able to apply it to your circumstances. Is that fair? Well, you know, one thing that I would comment on is I would not want to be a retail consumer <clears throat> investor, someone taking care of my own finances today with all the noise that's out there. Um, you know, I started in this business back in 1989 and, you know, I think we just were starting with dial up onto I can't even remember the, uh, you know, America Online, AOL, AOL and, you know, and, and, you know, information wasn't coming at you at this light speed type scenario. And today uh, it's 24 seven. As a matter of fact, you know, I mean, like you'll, if you've got notifications like I do set on my iPhone for certain types of things that are financially oriented, I mean, that thing's dinging, you know, 20 times an hour. So, you know, to, to be able to decipher what actually is going on and and that's you know that's what we see joe why people come out to the workshop is they said you know i've worked with a financial planner in the plan oh i've really worked with you know a financial advisor and uh, you know they've talked to me about what investments i have and so on and so forth but when the conversations came up basically tell me what the playbook is for retirement they didn't really have one you know so again i i don't want to say it ceases to amaze me I, ju I just recognize that's the case out there and it makes us understand why what we do is so critically important and one of the things i just want to announce real quick too joe is um our um our new website went live this week so that really is a fantastic um kind of center hub for people to get information um, lots of good valuable stuff there and if they ever want to connect with us they can do that through the website via email and i also know one of the things we're going to start to do uh, in the month of july is we're going to take some live feeds whether it comes from email or text messaging on the show so people will be able to text us or email us live on the show, and we'll answer those questions that they have. And uh, if they need to get a little deeper or more granular on the topic, we certainly welcome to come in and get one of those Thrive Retirement Roadmap reviews. You're going to hear a lot of radio spots. You're going to hear a lot of um, encouragement uh, throughout the day, throughout the week on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT, um, conveying that message uh, about going to the website thrivefinancialservices.com, um, it's new. It's interactive. There's a way to. There's an easy way to be able uh, to communicate, and that will give the listening audience uh, more of an opportunity uh, to be able to connect with you, or to be able to connect with Karen, or, or to be able to connect uh, with Brett as well. Before we get to the break, Brett, I'm, I'm I'm coming to you because I want you to try and at least in 30 seconds, if you can, s 
maybe 40, maybe I can give you 40, um, set the table for the f- conversation ahead with what you talked about uh, just a few moments ago. Yeah, again, when we talk about, uh, again, I'm a, I got a major in mathematical economics. You talk about economics, it means that people are rational and make decisions that maximize their utility. But what you find is if I were prior to go back now, I'd probably look at behavioral economics or behavioral finance. So we're going to talk about five quick topics of uh, that influence people. Again, conventional wisdom is one thing, but really things that impact people. And, uh, um, and, and, and again, as we enter retirement, not getting a do-over, and, and again, want to just bring those to light, and hopefully people will think about those. And, they, and again, an opportunity through that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. I'd love the opportunity to chat with people about some of those, uh, bring a little bit of clarity to where there isn't any. We thank our entire listening audience for joining us in on a Saturday morning. Uh, Roadmap to Retirement, uh, the radio show, all presented by Thrive Financial Services. Uh, the website, thrivefinancialservices.com. Uh, we'll continue to tell you about or remind you uh, of the website so you can, with ease or at your convenience, uh, log on to the website and establish some communication with David, Karen, and Brett. We'll take our first commercial break on a Saturday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WP. PHT, back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to the Retirement, the radio show. Take this moment to wish everyone a happy 4th of July, with 4th of July falling uh, on Wednesday. Uh, this upcoming week, we send our wishes uh, for a relaxing time and be safe uh, as you travel. AAA is approximating or estimating that more people will travel or commute this 4th of July than ever before. So that's a lot of people on the road. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to make sure that... Again, that's a lot of behavioral driving there, Brett. I, I can guarantee you, David and I will not be one of those people on the road. I'm going, I'm going to get where I'm going at a time when not too many people are out there, or at least uh, that's my hope. Exactly. Yeah, that's so thank you for that uh, opening, Krause. But I want to jump right into things, and we're going to talk a little bit about behavioral economics. Again, basic economics tells us that people are rational um, and make decisions that matter maximized or utility but reality is again we're human beings is that people can and will do irrational things with their finances and again it's an interesting academic subject it has useful implications for understanding especially for us retirees behaviors and how their decision-making processes can either help or hurt their finances and again it's important that as retirees you can't hit that reset button as younger people um, have the ability to do. So what I thought I'd do is go through five things that have been identified from a behavioral economic standpoint. And kind of, I want to go through them first, Krause, and then okay. I want to talk about maybe an example um, of some people that we've met over the past week and, and how that really applies. So the first thing we're going to talk about behavioral economics is hurting. Again, back when human beings were hunters and gatherers, and just want to go through this article a little bit, is that the instinct to herd and stay with large groups of people and follow their actions made a lot of sense. There was safety in numbers, but history doesn't translate that well into finances. And David did a great job talking about Warren Buffett a little bit last week. He has a quote out there. Again, the instinct to herd can wreak havoc on our investment returns. And again, Warren um, Buffett's mantra, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful is something that clients with instinct to herd will often find meaningful. So there's one, again, doing what everyone else is doing. Anchoring is the second one. When clients anchor, they incorporate irrelevant information into their financial 
decisions. Again, go through a quick example of somebody who says, hey, I like this stock at $100 per share. Now it's $60 per share. It's a, it's a, it's a 40% discount. I should check it out now. But all that meant was that's all it traded for way back when. It doesn't mean it was necessarily worth $100 at that point in time. It was simply what the, the market dictated. And you think about it. If we're ever going to, let's say we wanted to go sell a house. I know in my mind, my house is worth a million dollars. But the market says it's only worth $800,000, but I have that emotional attachment to it that I'm not going to sell it any less than that as well. A lot of people, the same sentiment, um, talk about the stock Microsoft. Microsoft, it hit a high back in uh, 1999, December of 1999. It did not go past that value of what that stock was worth until 17 years later in 2017. So again, trying to take some of those biases off the table and getting rid of some of that emotion. And again, again, traditional economics say we make rational decisions. And again, just trying to bring light to that. This next one's a big one. Confirmation biased. Everyone likes to make correct, well-informed decisions. Consequently, pardon me, we seek out information that supports our decisions and downplay or overlook contrary opinions. Think about the last time you bought a new car. You were trying to tell everyone about that car and trying to hear from everyone, yeah, it's a great buy and everything else that's out there. Again, we're just looking for validation to reinforce the purchases that we make. Um, Some clients will focus on the negative number and ignore positive results in an example of confirmation bias. Clients who become pessimistic gravitate towards news or information that confirms their pessimistic outlook. Think about this in any research. Again, you put in Google anything we want to find, you're going to find it. And this is what's important. Without diversity of information, it is difficult to make well-informed investment decisions. In order to be helpful, we often point out data and perspective is contrary to a client's pessimistic outlook. Again, you need to take a look at all the options. Again, a lot of people come in here with perceived notions. And again, as, as licensed fiduciaries, we take that very seriously here at Thrive. And again, just sharing information with clients. And again, that supporting data is that's it, out there. Is it almost when the, when the client comes in to meet, they literally have to dump their mind of what they think is right and is that possible or do you have to work is it a process that you have to work through with conversation because i get what you're saying i I hear exactly what you're saying based on what we think even though that might not be correct is what a client will do yes or no i mean a lot of times we we tell people during the workshop come in for that second opinion that's part of that thrive retirement roadmap review and sometimes people come in just looking for validation what they've already done looking for these confirmations that we've already spoken about some people do come in with that open mind though and 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 they don't know what they don't know and david chatted about a little bit earlier about people that are self-managed today with all the information that's going out there inevitably what do i do and again it's the process that we take people through all part of that thrive well david based on based on what brett shared would you go, go go to your thought would you say that all of the information that's pinging on your phone throughout the day or pinging on a client's phone puts them in a position to accept the information that they want that they're familiar with more so than than new information well you know going to what brett's talking about it's people will gravitate to what they want it to be so they'll seek out information that validates may not be the right right what's right isn't always popular and what's popular isn't always right so the thing that i notice is um 
it's so random, Joe. It's a process. When people come visit with us, it's a process. We have people walk through the door who literally, at the end of the workshop, were in panic. Like, I mean, that will come up to you. They'll say, you know what? I've been to a lot of these. Um, most times it's, eh, you know, this was very thought-provoking, and it's got me scared. It's, and, and that's not our intention, but it's got me scared. So that was the way they received it. And when they come in, it's 50-50. Sometimes they're right for being scared. And there's other people that we have to talk off the cliff and tell them, you're fine. Like, you don't wait three more years because you think you have to. You can, ride, you, can, you can definitely retire today. And then the flip side is we'll have people who basically say, um, I'm fine. I mean, I've got a case sitting right in front of me today that I'm going to share with people. I'm fine. I got nothing to worry. I just came here and I tell them, you ain't fine. You're not fine. And they don't always like that. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. But let me go through these last two uh, um, topics that we were talking about related to the behavioral um, economics. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's okay. That's okay. Um, but the inability to make changes, we see this sometimes as people chronologically mature. Again, clients who lose physical um, flexibility as they age, um, but they also experience reduced intellectual adaptability. And we've chatted about this in previous shows as well in terms of when the brain function hits its peak and starts declining from there. But we find that as people um, continue to get a little bit further into retirement, they find that it's a little bit more difficult for them to make changes as well. So some of the big part is, is, is that looking to make those changes, make them earlier on, number one, or while you have the energy because they lose as well. And the last one is we call base rate bias, which again is the tendency for people to judge the likelihood of it in a situation by not taking into account all relevant data and focus more heavily on new information without acknowledging the new and information that impacts the original assumptions. So again, a little bit of, and we've shared it over the shows, this tool that we have that's called Riskalyze. Again, it assigns a number associated with how we believe, um, how you're going to react to different markets. But that's not where it stops there because you aren't just a number. It's taking that conversation and what we've identified and then figuring out, okay, what does that really mean to you? And so, again, that's part of that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. One of the exercises we take people through is that, that, that risk-alize analysis so that we can try and understand your behavioral economics, how behavior, behavior finance inevitably applies to you. This is the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Nice job, Brett. Good segment for our listening audience. We'll uh, get to a commercial break. We'll continue with David, Karen, and Brett right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Back in a moment. Check out the new website. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on a Saturday morning as David, Karen, and Brett come to you here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, uh, and we continue to talk about second opinion. We continue to talk about um, education. We continue to talk about uh, absorbing information. And the reason we say it, Karen, is we want to be able to educate the listening audience so the mistakes are minimized. Exactly. So, funny story, Joe. David, more than me, he's better at this than I am. He's on a very healthy eating, clean diet. I'm trying to 
be there. I, she doesn't I, need it. Uh, well, she needs to be healthy, but I'm trying to be healthy. Thank yeah. you so much. See that married thirty years. That's why you know. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. There that's you good go. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we were watching uh, our favorite, one of our favorite channels, Food Network, and um, d- in the story they were talking about a, uh, a woman who. In the, t- the lead in line was she cashed in her 401k to buy a food truck. The first thought in my mind wasn't how great, uh, that's great that she did that. My first thought was, man, she looks really young. She is not 59 and a half years old. She probably made a bad, made a mistake. But somebody probably said to her, hey, you know what? You got that 401k sitting there. You should take that money. So that kind of got me thinking about mistakes that when we meet with people, when they come through the door, uh, that people commonly make. And the reason that they don't make it is they don't have the information, the correct information. Like we were just saying, if you put something into Google, you're gonna get, your mind is gonna get fried. But if you look on our website, thrivefinancialservices.com, there's information that is real and true. We can't lie and we can't make up stories. So anybody out there listening, if they have any questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to us through the website or give us a call. Um, We'll be glad to talk to you or have you come into the office. Um, So speaking about 401k, and David and Brett can chime in here uh, a little bit about it, but we know if you you have a 401k, it's there for for one reason, retirement. So if it's prior to retirement, is it really a good idea to take your money out of a 401k? It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. I mean, it certainly depends on the situation and you know, if it's a hardship situation mm-hmm. and all that, then, you know, there's consideration. But the you know, vast majority of the times, it's not that case. I mean, we've seen so many times where with the advice of their financial advisor, uh, we've had people cash out 401k, not rollovers, not transfers, but actually cash out and use that money as down payments on vacation homes and secondary homes or, and the tax implication, sometimes, not, not as frequently the penalty situation, but the tax implication. I mean, Brett goes over a particular situation of a client that we had. We use it as a story in one of our workshops. Um, I was thinking of somebody in particular that came in to a, a meet with us, and they took their information from somebody who was, they thought, a financial advisor, but he was actually an insurance agent. So he was not acting in their best interest. He was acting in his best interest, but they said they were interested in taking buying a, a, a beach house, a shore home. So he's like, oh yeah, sure, take it from this account. So they did, not knowing the consequences. We do know the consequences. We take an overall holistic approach. We look at every, every which way your finances are going to affect you in retirement and prior to retirement. We look at taxation. We look at going into retirement. How is my social security going to work? Is it going to benefit me? Do you have a pension? Is the pension going to be there when you're ready for retirement? So, again, it goes back to where am I taking my uh, advice from? Well, one of the things just on that, too, Joe, is, you know, it kind of came across uh, over the past two weeks that, you know, this Department of Labor fiduciary rule basically got squashed. And, um, you know, you would think that, you know, the intention of it, although it was a little convoluted and probably a little overarching, um, was really designed to benefit the consumer, right? To make sure that anybody that was dealing with your finances had a responsibility, had an obligation to adhere to the fiduciary role, which means you must act as a prudent person and do what's in the best interest of the client. 
and it's really interesting. I mean, I've had some conversations with people, and I, you know, and, and I deal with people who are at the institutional level and in charge of making decisions on how things and procedures work. And you know, it's kind of like party time again. And I would really just caution our audience to be very careful about the information that they get out there because, um, you know, not everybody is a fiduciary. Not everybody's obligated and held to that standard. And kind of the boxing gloves came off. People have moved from, in our industry, have moved from a defensive position back into an offensive you know, decision. And I mean offense in the sense of business, but also it can be offensive that they're not given the right information. So it becomes the wild, wild west in yeah, some ways. To a degree. And, and that's all, you know, like Karen's exact example of, you know, somebody distributing money out of a 401k, which is designed for retirement, gets you know, advice from an insurance agent that, oh, sure, you can do that. Did they consider what it's going to do to their future social security? Did, it, did they, if they were already at Medicare age, did they see if there was going to be a surcharge impact because of that? Uh, should they have waited if they were going to do it, should they have waited a calendar year or wait for the calendar to turn over so that there wasn't that much income actually showing up in the same year and it wouldn't be as big of a tax bite? It's those types of considerations that our team takes. Yeah, you also see it, too, especially when you talk about juggling that health care piece. David talked about Medicare, but what happens when people are taking it out early and they're maybe entitled to a health care subsidy, a withdrawal from a 401k or an IRA? Can, can ruin that planning that's out there as well. Or uh, maybe we meet a lot of people that are fortunate enough to retire before the age of 59 and a half. And typically we talk about penalties and 401ks of 10% before the age of 59 and a half. But sometimes it's doing that planning where maybe you are fortunate enough to retire at 55, 56, 57, where you don't want to roll that money into an IRA, where if you keep it in that in that uh, employer-sponsored plan, is it, is it is it possibly one way to avoid that 10% penalty? So, I mean, these are all things that when people come in and take advantage of our complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review Session that we go through, just making sure all these puzzle pieces are, are put together. I mean, I, I can think of a client that I'm meeting tomorrow morning that their big thing is looking at purchasing a new house. It's a third one for them being an investment property. And they were starting to talk about pulling money out of their IRA or 401k. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not only are they going to withhold a mandated 20% from that 401k, but now you're going to be subject to that additional 10% IRS penalty in addition to. And it's, it's again, taking our time, slow down. People try to make this a, a race. This is an endurance race of rationally, again, getting behavior economics um, out of the equation and making sure that we're making rational decisions when putting all these pieces together. Yeah, exactly. And not to belabor the 401k story, but uh, we met with a lady, a, a very lovely person came in and she has a 401k, she has a pension plan. She said, but I have the option of um, taking a lump sum. But why would I do that? Because if I took the lump sum, it's not going to equal my, uh, you know, my $5,000 a month for the next 10, 15 years. And I said, yes. And who is the beneficiary of your pension that's getting paid? And she said, there's no beneficiary. There's not one. And I said, so what happens to all that money that you saved? God forbid you drop dead or there is an accident and you take that pension for two years. Then what happens to the money? And she said, so th yes, that's why I'm here. She said, I was so, I'm so glad that I took the time to come in um, and meet with you and co t come to the workshop. So I think it's our, I think it's our ignorance. It, I'm, is, I'm, it is, and there's nothing I, wrong with that. I, I, <laughs> that's I'm why included. We're here. I'm in the circle. I mean, it's, you, you know, there is so much to know that we don't know, and life gets in the way. 
life pops up, a scenario pops up, an interest in buying a third uh, property for a rental property looks to be like a good idea, perhaps that I can fuel, add extra money or add, uh, add additional dollars. And all of that is mm-hmm. what causes us all of our trouble, which is why we need you. Right. Exactly. Well, Joe, you know, vice versa, right? When go back nine months ago when we first started this radio show what was it like sitting pre you know getting ready to get on live i mean we sat here <laughs> trembling like we really were scared we had we totally relied upon you to give us guidance and education and make us feel good when we did a good job and, and point out when we could have done a better job that's the same thing we do right i mean it's not your day-to-day occupation to understand how all your finances work And, you know, at some point, people also forget that. Like, we're starting to see a lot of people at our workshops that are at that point where they're starting to say, you know, in a few more years, number one, I might not be here. My spouse may actually outlive me. And depending on which spouse handled all the finances, they now have somebody who may be not that experienced handling that person's future. So we're hearing a lot of that, right? Or I've managed my own money. I'm getting a little tired. I want to enjoy myself instead of being glued to the TV or to, you know, whatever it is that I get my financial information from. So that's another reason uh, people consider a transition to a qualified financial planner. Yep. I can't stress it enough. I continue to support it. I continue to ask the listening audience uh, to... uh, don't be afraid to, edu- to get educated. Don't be embarrassed to get educated uh, and to ask the questions. You can begin by going to thrivefinancialservices.com. This is um, Thrive Retirement, the roadmap, um, the radio show. Um, we thank you very much for tuning in. We have another segment to go. Uh, we'll take a commercial break. We'll continue with David, Karen, and Brett on, right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. We're back in a moment. Saturday morning in the Delaware Valley. Welcome back into Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, all presented by Thrive Financial Services. We thank everybody for tuning in, and we send an early wish to you for a happy 4th of July uh, falling uh, coming up uh, on Wednesday, which means next week's going to be a week where a lot of people will relax, David. Uh, they'll spend a lot of time in thought, perhaps. Um, once, once they're out of the hustle and bustle. And uh, when doing that, it's a good time to ask questions. It's a good time to probe, good time to try and figure out uh, where you are. And if you're thinking about finances, if you're thinking about retirement, um, we encourage you to think of those questions and write them down. Because when, when we get into July, as you said, we're going to do some text and some live email, and we're going to take some interaction with the audience and, and try and be able to bring what they don't know to help educate others. Yeah, you bring up a good point there, because a lot of people will be family picnics and outings and all that kind of stuff. And you know where most people get their financial information? From that circle of friends <laughs> and then family, right? <laughs> Cross the fence. Hey, I was thinking about this. What do you think about that? Uh, we had a client call back, um, I don't know, maybe a m- two, three months ago. And, uh, you know, we've managed their money for some time. And, and they came up with, you know, they heard at work and the industry that they happen to be working in uh, lended towards this where they wanted to invest in some of this new cannabis industry. So he had two mm-hmm. particular investments that he wanted my validation on, which, again, you know, I, uh, I tell this to clients all the time. I say, look. I can't be diplomatic with you. I must be honest. 
And I flat out told him, and, you know, he argued and debated it with me. And I said, God bless. I mean, if, you know, if I'm not the guy for you and you need to do it, I'm not going to just, you know, bend, you know, just kind of fold on the situation. I'm going to do what I think is the right thing and tell you to do. And, um, you know, ultimately he heeded the advice. He, you know, these stocks that he picked were going to go through the roof and, you know, today, even though that's a booming industry, it just wasn't the right ones. And they're worth about half of what they would have been, you know, from his initial investment. And that's, you know, not the, you know, the idea is to buy low and sell high and not vice versa. So be careful, uh, our listening audience, when you go out to these picnics and outings and congregations of different things where you start to hear things, uh, just don't take action, you know, just uh, evaluate. Do your due diligence, do a little bit more homework, and then make your decision. Brett talked a little bit about that. You know, don't just act on behavior. Go, um, you know, really try to go get the facts. So I think we'll um, – let me go through a couple quick things as we're going to wind up the show today. Uh, just a quick quote. This is um, in 1968, the personal savings rate in the United States was 12%, and the debt-to-annual income ratio was at 15%. And if we fast forward to 2018, the personal savings rate has fallen to 3%, while the debt to annual income ratio has increased to 22%. So on the whole, Americans are saving less and borrowing much more. And I don't think that's news to anybody, but it's something we've got to break that trend, right? That's not the way that you get out to retirement. Uh, also, it's important as, you know, Karen and I are parents to a 21-year-old and a 17-year-old, and, you know, Brett's got kid, three kids younger than that. Um, it's our responsibility to get them educated because the education that they've received thus far has gotten the country to, it's based on that, right? I mean, people who are teaching our younger generation are the people who've made the problem all along. So we've got to get much more diligent about getting the information out there. So, you know, as an example, um, we we had somebody who came to our workshop in uh, Montgomery Township uh, uh, Community Center, Mm -hmm. uh, I guess, you know, 10 days ago or so, and um, really nice couple. And came right up to me right after the workshop and asked me a bunch of questions. And I said, be happy to answer this question, a little bit more detailed than we can spend here. Why don't you come in for, you know, one of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap reviews? And they agreed to. And, um, you know, what I've got sitting in front of me here is, um, you know, all of their financial information. So, you know, they filled out a retirement planning form where they kind of congregated all uh, their data, all their information, no social security numbers, no policy numbers, no account statement numbers, nothing like that. We don't need any of that. Um, But we need to know what your situation is, right? We need an x-ray, we need a CAT scan, we need an MRI, and we need a blood test. They can't make a diagnosis unless we have all of those, because we want to make the right diagnosis. Um, And, um, you know, pension statements, brokerage statements, social security statements, kind of have all that information. And, you know, when they walked through the door, Joe, I could get a sense of two things. One was, um, which one of them, three things, one, which one of them was kind of in control of the situation? It's not hard. You know, he or she who speaks the most, probably the one who's kind of making the decisions. Uh, I also sensed a degree of pride about thinking that they've done very well and everything's pretty much taken care of. And um, they were definitely organized. You know, so that was good signs. Um, a little bit of, I think I know more than you know, which we have no ego, right? I mean, if you do, 
tell me. It's great. Awesome. That's good stuff. That's right? good yeah. stuff, right? Um, if not, hopefully your ego and pride are a little bit in check so that you'll take the information. So, you know, as we went through, long story short is they're not in great shape, you know, and that's, you know, I said exactly what I said a little bit earlier. Do you want diplomacy or you want honesty? I said, I'm obligated to give you honesty. We may not end up friends. We may not end up with a relationship together, but I at least want you to have a conversation with yourself, with your, they actually had two financial advisors. And um, I said, this is something, go test them, right? Go back, make sure, because you only got one shot to do this. So, uh, you know, again, just kind of in summary of the whole thing is they've got expenses of about $6,500 a month, which is a good standard of living. And they still have a mortgage that'll probably be with them for 15 years in retirement. One of the things that we typically see is if, if, you know, people who will have a very successful retirement tend not to have any debt. Uh, usually the mortgages are eliminated by that particular point in time. Uh, so for this family of the 6500 about $1,800 was covering housing costs. So 15 years from now, yeah, sure, you know, we'll get it, um, you know, skinny down. But uh, pension and, uh, you know, some of the things that we saw was that the, the pension, the survivorship benefit was 50%. They didn't know that they lose one of the social security checks after the first spouse passes away. They converted a bunch of their money into annuities and didn't really understand the annuities that they had, why they purchased them. They bought the safety concept, but they didn't understand that they've got 10 and 15 year surrender charges and it locks up their money and they don't have liquidity. Um, they want to start the, the one spouse is already taking social security. The second wants to start taking it next year when that person retires. Um, they need to wait and use other assets. So we went through a ton of things and, uh, that's what we do on our first appointment. And after that first appointment, I asked him, I said, look, if you, you know, we're going to prepare these reports for you. We're going to give you social security maximization. We're going to do a tax clarity and make sure everything looks good there. We're going to stress test, and then we're going to analyze your risk. And that'll be our second appointment. That's completely complimentary as well. And uh, at the end of that appointment, we're going to, you know, everybody sitting here at this table is going to have a good idea whether or not you're definitely on track to meet your goals and objectives. And after that, it's up to you. You want to work on your own? You want to work with your existing advisors? Or you feel that we've created enough value that you want to engage us? That's a conversation. Joe, all of that exists on our website. People, and I really want to um, encourage people not to hesitate. Communicate with us. Let us know what you want to know more about so we can discuss it on the radio show. We'll get back to your responses via email or text message. Do it through the website uh, for email. We will definitely get back to those questions. And if at some point in the future you're comfortable, come engage us. We'll have a conversation with you. It'll be awesome. What a great way to end this program with an example of how much detail is part of that complimentary sit-down with David, Karen, and Brett here at Thrive Financial Services. That's going to do it for a great program here on a Saturday morning on behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, uh, and Brett Elam, and all of our listening audience here on a Saturday morning. I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.